everybody. What is up? James here with another episode of Five Star Frogcast. Uh, let's see, a little bit of news, I guess, with the new kind of structure of the show. I uh, will be doing like Raw and SmackDown reviews, and Tim will be joining us for the pay-per-view reviews. So the next pay-per-view coming up uh, is Royal Rumble. Which, uh, oh, don't have a new calendar, so I don't know. Uh, I think it's in like a couple weeks. Um, so that's the next time that uh, Tim will join us. But today, I am going to go over the December 31st Raw and the uh, January 1st SmackDown. So first, we will do the Raw, which was better than it has been recently, so kind of a good thing, but it still kind of was meh. Uh, it opened up with a steel cage match between Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Uh, again, they're still feuding, I guess. Not sure why, because uh, McIntyre's just going to beat the shit out of Ziggler every time, so I don't really get it. And for some reason, they're throwing Balor in there too. I mean, I guess give everyone screen time, but I don't know. I just don't see... I don't see the point of it. I just don't get why these three need to keep, like, revolving around each other. Um, So, yeah, McIntyre defeated Ziggler, of course, and then I guess he just beat the shit out of him because I guess Ziggler was goading him afterwards, and he's like, like, oh, is that all you got? Is that all you got? And so McIntyre went back in there and just beat the shit out of him, and I think he Claymore kicked him. Uh, he was on outside the ropes against the cage, and he put a chair in front of him, and he just Claymore kicked the shit out of him. So, uh, that was pretty interesting. Um, they were in Detroit for this Raw, and it was pretty good. I mean, the crowd had good reactions. They were, everybody seemed to be on point. There was really nothing out of, you know, sometimes crowds can get a little, uh, what was that word? Ornery? Or ornery? Whatever. Like, they just start chanting stupid shit, or like, oh, it's boring, or just whatever. But they were pretty good. They were pretty on point with that, so. Uh... Next, Seth Rollins came out and started spouting what Seth Rollins always spouts. And uh, I think he wanted Dean to come out. Can't remember. Uh, I'm recording this on a Wednesday. So it's pretty sad that I can't remember a couple days ago. But, I mean, a lot of shit happened, kind of. So um, pretty sure he was calling Dean out. and Because uh, he, he was demanding a rematch. And then uh, Triple H came out. And it was like, oh, whoa, you know. There's no automatic rematches. There's no automatic anything in WWE anymore. That's the new change that they're doing. So uh, he went over, like, their history together and how, like, you know, he believed in them. And, you know, when no one believed in them years ago when, you know, he did it. And Rollins was like, oh, you only did that because I would follow you. I was your puppet. And uh, he just... He's already butted that, and they yelled at each other. And he's like, I'll go through anybody to get to that title. And if Brock Lesnar stands in my way, I'll get that universal title. And so he's like, oh, okay. So then uh, for some reason, just made a match between him and uh, the almighty Bobby Lashley. So there you go. That's a way to to get things going. And then uh, Shane came out, and then I guess he uh, announced a fresh start battle royale to where the winner will face Ambrose for the Intercontinental title that night. So, uh, interesting. They're into battle royales and fucking elimination matches now all of a sudden. 
they did that before too, I think with the tag teams, and then they did it again with uh something else. I think the women's. So uh that came up next. There was number one contenders, battle royale match. Uh kind of surprised by this. I was oh god, Kurt Hawkins is in it and he lasted almost to the end. It was such horseshit. He I honestly think he should have won. But uh of course he didn't. But um the superstars that competed in this one was Finn Balor, Baron Corbin, Lucha House Party, uh Titus O'Neil, Apollo Crews, and then like I said, Kurt Hawkins. So it's like, man, I really wanted Kurt to win, but uh, you know he's not. He's on like what, 300 and something losing streak. So, I mean, we got something going for him. Uh Oh, also uh shit, what's his name? Uh, Zack Ryder was in it also. And <laughs> way to cut it close, because this is the December 31st episode, and he hadn't been on Raw all of 2018. So they literally just did it there so they could just say, oh, yeah, he was on Raw. Um, let's see. I'm trying to remember. Remember, remember, remember. Um, oh, yeah, Ascension was in there too. Um, Cruz eliminated... No way, Jose and Ascension like or Victor right away. He eliminated a lot of people. I forget how many, but he started just eliminating the fuck out of everybody. And uh, oh yeah, Corbin was in this too. I, I just I just thought of that. Um, so yeah, he was just eliminating the fuck out of everybody, and then it went. It was down to Cruz, Hawkins, and Corbin, and so Kurt got all pumped up and started fighting Corbin and. Uh, you know, Corbin just automatically threw him out. And then uh, so it was down to him and Cruz, and then they fought for a little bit. And then uh, Cruz finally eliminated Corbin. So Cruz won the battle rail, which, I mean, he's a good, he's a very good wrestler, very athletic. So it's kind of cool to see him, like, okay, get a shot. But, I mean, we all know Dean's not losing that title already, especially that. Because then it'd be, oh, now we got to switch the whole storyline from fighting Dean to Seth fighting uh, Cruz, and that, that's not going to happen. They're going to keep it as long as they can with Dean and with Dean and Seth. Um, it, I remember going to commercial when it came back. Corbin was bitching, saying, "Oh, that, it was not fair," and this and that and whatever. And then uh, Elias comes out, which fuck man, they're. I like Elias a lot, but it just he's only ever in segments. I mean, it's the only time I've ever seen him in a match is when he's doing a segment and then they break into a fight and that turns into a match. And so the same thing here. He's singing a song and Baron's like, oh, come fight me or this and that and egged him on. And then so he's like, all right. And so he went there and started fighting him. And then they just ended up fighting and that was it. And it's like, fuck, dude, like be in a match. Like, and I just, I just feel like they're not using him right either. And it's like, God damn it. Uh, next. I kind of really didn't care about. It was a uh, Bailey, Sasha, and Ember versus the Riot Squad. I mean, whatever. Uh, uh, just whatever. Like, I mean, we already know who's gonna win. I mean, you know, the Riot Squad can't. They, they, Riot Squad just always comes out and fucks shit up. They're just there to start fights. They're the heels of like all the women's, or at least the women's division on Raw. So I mean. It's, uh, Obviously, they're just going to start shit, and they're going to win every once in a while. And this was for sure they weren't going to win this one. Um, and so they just, you know, 
again, they just beat the shit out of each other. And, like, the match was all right. It wasn't horrible, but, you know, just whatever. It's, I'm just getting tired of seeing, like, six, you know, six-man matches like that or just fucking same bullshit different day. Uh, next was Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley. And uh, this was a pretty good match. You know, they're both athletic. They both know how to wrestle. So they're just fighting back and forth. And then um, Lashley ended up winning via disqualification. Uh, and then I think I think Rollins ended up beating the shit out of two of them afterwards, though. So I guess he won in the end. But, I mean, disqualification, that doesn't really count anyway. Uh, next match I was a little excited for because it was a three-on-two handicap match with Heath Slater and Rhino versus the Singh brothers and the Maharaja himself, Jinder Mahal. Uh, finally got to see the Singh brothers wrestle. Haven't seen them wrestle since they were the Bollywood boys since before they joined uh, Jinder, so it was nice to see them wrestle. And um, it's kind of a whatever match. It had me going, and then... Uh, Thank God my, the Maharaja and the Sings pulled it off, and they defeated Rhino and Slater. Uh, this was kind of Rhino's return because, you know, Baron fired him a while ago, and then he returned on Christmas to spear, I think, Mahal. And uh, and then he gets pinned by Mahal. So it's like, all right, they're not they're not using Rhino, right? And it's like, you can't. Also came back with no beard. Not really a big fan of that. I like Rhino with the beard. It just makes his face look better. Um, and then next we have the Intercontinental Championship match, uh, Cruz versus Ambrose. Uh, like I said earlier, we all know who's going to fucking win, and he did. Uh, Dean defeated Cruz. So, you know, hitting him with them dirty deeds, which, I mean, I guess it's kind of an all right move. You, your head is, like, slamming the shit out of the mat, so... I mean, I guess it's a fitting uh, finishing move. Uh, last but not least, we have... Uh, God, I I honestly don't care about this no more. I'm so over her, but it's Ronda Rousey and Natalia versus Tamina and Nia. I'm always going to have a love for Nia, but I just don't like the way she's being used, and I'm tired of her going with the whole, like, oh, my fist and knockout punch and this and that. And it's, uh, and then Tamina's just there. She's always just been there for the longest time. And it's like, God, just go away. You're not like how you used to be. And then I'm, I've been over the Ronda Rousey hype. I'm just done with that. And Natalia's like, whatever. I mean, she's a veteran of the women. She's going to be there, of course, but just, just tired of all that. And of course, because fucking they want to have Rousey be undefeated. Of course, her and Natalia win. They beat Tamina and Jax. Um, so it's just like, all right, there you go. So uh, that's the end of Raw. So, I mean, it's again, it's better than it was though those previous weeks where it was just god-awful, but, you know, still not the greatest, not hyped for everything. And... Uh, so that takes us to a new year and a new show. Uh, January 1st, uh, SmackDown Live, which kind of ironic because I think it was recorded the week before, you know, because the holidays. But 
uh, whatever, just don't say nothing. So uh, it was announced that John Cena will be back. And uh, was he back with uh, the fucking, probably the weirdest look we've ever seen him in? Well, you know, was that 15, 16, 17 years of of him looking a certain way? So it's like, you know, now to see him this way, it's like, oh, this, this is not good in my opinion. Um, so we opened the show with, I think the, the new day coming out and, uh, Biggie dressed as a new year baby, which that's always fun. Uh, I like this whole segment because they got real hyped and Biggie started eating pancakes and then he was just screaming shit into both, uh, Kofi's and, uh, Xavier's ear. And you just see the looks on their face like, uh, like, like every time he's yelling in there. So I thought that was pretty good. And, uh, you know, I guess he declares it's a new year resolution and uh, it ends up being a match between Jeff Hardy and Samoa Joe for the f- fifth spot, I think, in the, uh, the fucking whatever, five the fatal five way of uh, to determine who will become number one contender, I think, for Daniel Bryan, or the new Daniel Bryan, my bad. Um, the other men in there are AJ Styles, Mustafa Ali, Randy Orton, and Rey Mysterio. So, uh, yeah, kind of kind of random guys, but I guess, I mean, Mustafa's probably the most random one out of all of them. He just went to SmackDown. They're already going to give him this shot like that, so that's pretty cool. Um. The winner of this match ended up being Samoa Joe because uh, the referee stopped it because Hardy, uh, I think he put him in the Coquita clutch outside of the ring, and he almost got a 10 count. He got to nine. He hopped back in the ring, but as he hopped back in the ring, Joe jumped on him again with the uh, Coquita clutch, and the ref called it because Jeff passed out. So that was, pretty, that was a pretty good way to win. They've been fighting a little too long in my opinion too it was like when he fought aj just kept going and going and it's like all right you know it's good matches but then i don't want to get burned out on it and so he just keeps facing jeff hardy and it's like all right now i'm getting a little tired of it so i just have to guess see if it changes now um next was uh the rusev day celebration because he is the uh united states champion and People are happy about it. I mean, finally, he's got a title again. But during the whole Rusev Day hype, the height of Rusev Day, he sh- I feel like he should have won the heavyweight title. That would have been so dope. You know, you want to cash in on them when they're super popular. He was selling all kinds of merch. I bought a Rusev Day shirt. I bought a Rusev Day calendar. Like, come on, that's when you make him champion. But whatever. I mean, him, him and Lana came out, and he was just talking, you know, doing his Rusev thing. And then uh, out of nowhere, he just gets blindsided with a kick by Shinsuke. And uh, they start fighting. And then I think Lana jumps on Shinsuke. And he ends up dropping her on her back. And then uh, Rusev goes to check on her. And then he just hits him with a Kinshasa. Knocks him out. And they're all just laying there. So that's pretty good. I mean, WWE's not doing rematches no more. So, I mean, I don't understand. He's just attacking just to attack. Because it's not like I don't think he's going to get a rematch for it. They're saying they're against rematches now, so not 100% sure. And then um, the next match was a women's match. I don't remember 
this on the Christmas one, but also too, I don't think I saw the Christmas SmackDown. But apparently, it was set up to where I guess Mandy's kind of flirting with uh, Jimmy Uso, and so Naomi had a problem with that last week because she was like, "Hey, look, we're under a mistletoe," and so she was like trying to fight her. So <laughs> this week they came, you know, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville came out, and then Naomi came, or no, Naomi came out first, then Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. And Mandy got in the ring like she wasn't a fighter, and she took off her sh- the shirt she had on, and underneath her shirt was a half shirt of um, <laughs> Downson's Day One ish. Oh, that was that was such a good reveal because then Naomi got pissed, and Mandy hurried and got out of the ring. Then the bell rang, and that's when he realized, oh, she's fighting Sonya, and so then Sonya hit her from behind and shit like that. And then um, during the match, Mandy gets a mic and is like. Earlier, I was getting ready. I thought of your husband. And she's like, so I sent him this. And then they just put on the screen a big picture of Mandy in a towel, you know, look, trying to look all like looking all sexy and shit. And then that pissed her off. And I think um, oh, and then Sonia, I don't know if it's her finishing move or what, but she hit her with like the weirdest looking move I've ever seen because it looked like it got reversed and it turned into like a DDT almost like Sonia's head went in the mat. But that was just how her move was. So she ends up rolling her up and uh, pinning her and getting the one, two, three. So Sonya defeats Naomi, which is pretty good starting the year off right. Because I think I saw some stats for last year where Sonya's like losing percentage was like 90 something percent. So basically she like lost like almost all of her matches. So uh, to me, I was like, okay, good. Start the year off right because. I like that. She's my girl on SmackDown. Nia's my girl on Raw, and Sonya's my girl on SmackDown. So it was nice to see that. And then uh, next we got John Cena coming out, which looking weird as fuck with that long hair. Uh, He even mentions it, which I kind of hate when he does that because he does it. I don't know. I'm over him. I'm really glad he's a part-timer. I I can't stand. I wouldn't be able to stand full-time Cena again. And, um... You know, just just leading the way of, of how it goes. Like he's like, oh, I'm gonna come out here. I'm gonna get interrupted. The guy's gonna come out here, want to fight me, and da da da. So he's like, all right, go ahead and come out. Cue the music, and uh, that's when you hear Becky Lynch's music hits, and she comes out, and she's like, oh, I bet you were expecting that. I bet you were expecting a man, but you got the man. I I can't do an accent. That was horrible. But um, you know, she spouts off some shit on him, which was pretty good. But then uh, Andre Cien Almas and Zelina Vega come out, and she's talking shit. And then it ends up being, of course, a mixed tag match with uh, uh, Vega and Almas versus Lynch and uh, Cena. And then uh, during the match, they uh, I think well, she, she gets like the upper hand, and then she ends up throwing Cena out of the ring. Like, cause they, he had just tagged her in or something and the, but she threw Cena out of the ring and then she set up the disarmor on Vega and she ended up tapping. So that was pretty good. Um, afterwards when she got out of the ring, Cena offered to shake her hand, but she just like taunted him and walked off. So it's like, yeah, fuck you, Cena. We don't need you. Uh, oh, next was that fatal five way. The, uh. Oh, oh, I just I just thought of something. I read something where now that Daniel Bryan's the new Daniel Bryan, uh, I guess after last week when uh, McMahon 
for uh not forced uh goaded uh styles he's like i want to see the real aj styles so i guess now that's gonna be aj's nickname he's gonna be the real aj Styles. so it's like okay like all right that just annoyed the shit out of me (laughs) it just really bugged me um so i mean it's only right okay well let me guess who who do you think won the match if you guess Styles, you'd be absolutely right, because of course he's gonna win. Why have uh, Brian go against Orton? Why have Brian go against Mysterio? Why have Brian go against Joe? Why have Brian go against Ali when he beat him the other week? So obviously the the choice was the previous champion because they don't do automatic rematches, so they're gonna set it up to where Styles will win a match so he can go on to face him. So there we go. Um, still kind of an exciting match though. You know, everyone's doing their stuff and RKOs and 450 splashes and 619s. So anything you could pretty much, you know, expect out of all of them you got. So, but, uh, yeah, that is the week in wrestling. Um, there is some other stuff, I think, like all elite wrestling stuff, but I'm not 100% sure of, uh, of all the information I read somewhere that I guess Cody Rhodes is going to be a was it executive co executive co president or something like that. So he obviously got his hand in there. I heard something that the Young Bucks were supposed to be in it also. Maybe Kenny Omega. I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, and I guess the president is some billionaire they found. So I mean that I, that's how they're going to get the money to fund it for a bit. Um, I mean, I'll watch it. I guess they already have a first pay-per-view, too, which I can't really believe. you got to be, you know. I mean, All In it wasn't its own stuff. It was, you know, Ring of Honor and TNA and shit like that. So you can have a pay-per-view of combining stuff like that. But with this one, you're trying to make it its own entity. You can't just have a pay-per-view super fast like that. Like, you got to establish, like, a little bit of the TV little bit of the talent and then you could throw in a pay-per-view so to me it's weird they already have a pay-per-view up but whatever i mean i'm not i'm not in a business i'm not in wrestling business so i mean what do i know that's i don't know that's just how i feel but i will hopefully it's on a normal channel i heard a couple channels that it might appear on but it's like i haven't heard of those channels so hopefully it's a channel that like you know everybody can access or at least get you know you don't have to buy a a specific channel on your cable for provider in order to watch it that'd be kind of annoying but um or at least be able to get on like hulu or something like that like i don't have cable so i don't have usa or anything like that but i watch uh raw and stuff like that because of hulu so hopefully they can land a deal with that that'd be pretty good um yeah so that is the week in wrestling uh if you're listening to this now because i'll probably upload it the same day um, I had a little breaking news earlier where Mean Gene Okerlund had passed away. He was 76 years old. Uh, a lot of people uh, have been posting pictures of him and with him uh, talking about how he was a great you know, announcer and interviewer and stuff like that. Um, also, to my surprise, I was seeing a lot of non-wrestling stuff posted too, like uh, Fox 40, uh there's another person that I, I not even involved in wrestling and he posted about him and I was like, Oh shit, I didn't know, you know, mean jeans spread that far to, to people. But 
I mean, it makes sense. He's been around forever during the golden days. You know, everyone knows him too because of when Andre grabbed his face and and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, R.I.P. Mean Gene. Um, not off to a great start with the uh, 2019 already fucking taking wrestling people. Hopefully, there's no more this year. But you know, you never know when it comes to to Father Time and Mother Nature like that. So, all right, everybody, that'll do it for this episode. Uh, I think probably I'll drop one episode every week, every Wednesday. That way I could go over Raw and SmackDown. Seems like a good thing. And then we'll do the, um, the episodes with the uh, pay-per-views, either the day, the night of, or the next day. Um, just depending on when I'm able to record with Tim, it'll probably be the next day. So those will be a little late. So that's not too bad. I mean, we're finally getting a structure to this, so this should be pretty good. We'll have content coming out now. I know I missed it with the holidays, but... You know how everyone gets the holidays. People get busy and stuff. So starting now, brand new year, I will focus on this show. One episode a week going over Raw and SmackDown. Dropping breaking news whenever I have to. So, uh, yeah, sounds like a good year, good plan. And we'll catch you guys. Uh, oh, fuck, no, I need a, I need a sign-off for this. I'm trying to think of like a wrestling sign-off. Um, uh, I'm sure I'll come up with something eventually. So, uh yeah, I'll keep thinking. Hey, you know what? On Instagram, leave us a comment, send us a DM, uh, just suggest something, suggest like a sign off or anything like that. Would be much appreciated and it would help me because I'm not very good at thinking with that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, all right, everybody. Hope you have a good day and keep on watching wrestling. <laughs>